Drums, please. It's three-time Pro Bowler and Super Bowl champion Keyshawn Johnson. I want to introduce you to my new show, All Facts, No Breaks. I'll be giving you the real reactions to the latest sports news and inviting guests in the sports and entertainment world to break it all down. Tune in and make sure you listen and subscribe on Spotify. TIAA is on a mission. Why? Because 54% of Black Americans don't have enough savings to retire. So in collaboration with big-name artists like Wyclef Jean, TIAA released Paper Right, new music inspiring a new financial future. With 100% of streaming sales going to a nonprofit that teaches students how to invest. Stream Paper Right now and help close the gap. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. All right. Courtney Blair, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, excited to have you finally on. You helped me get Marshall Silver on here, which is the last person I spoke to, and uh, it's going to be pretty exciting. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Oh, uh, Courtney Blair here. So I am the owner and founder of Zippy Content, and what we do is we represent authors, entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, uh, basically anybody who's up to something amazing or has a good message, and we find them podcast interviews. Right. So that's the bread and butter of what we do. We're branching off into other types of PR as well right now, like Mm -hmm. public speaking opportunities, TV interview opportunities magazine features, uh, writing opportunities for, uh, blog, blog writers, stuff like that. So we're, we're definitely branching off, but our bread and butter is the podcasting industry. Yeah. That's a really, really good start because it's a huge industry. Everybody's, I feel like everybody's doing it or wants to do it. (laughs) So it's a really, really great, great way for people to, uh, to share what they're doing. Um, what, what kind of influenced you to, to get started in this? Is this, you're the owner of the company or you work with somebody else? I'm the owner, yeah. So I don't, I don't have partnering. It's just me, and then I have two employees, uh, one in operations and one in outreach, and we just sort of rock and roll this thing. So what, what kind of got me into the industry was uh, I, I kind of fell into it. Actually, I was working for my dad. Uh, he owns a business in psychology, so he has like a couple courses, and um, you know he's a he's a coach, and you know what I mean. He still practices NLP and stuff like that, so he's got a lot of on online stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And he was paying hourly just as one of his employees to find him podcast interviews for a few years, and I sort of realized I was pretty good at it, and I developed some pretty good just internal processes and. You know what I mean? So it kind of turned into something that I realized I could offer other people, you know. So 
he kind of helped me dial things in and I built up a network just representing him you know what I mean and so it was really cool we got to kind of do it together as a project and yeah he it's been great he's still my he's still a client of mine <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome and it sounds like you're very comfortable talking to people and working with people um do you think that's been a big a big aspect of of being able to do this and connect people together is like your natural ability to connect with people if i'm correct in that Yes. Yeah, I agree. That's definitely something that just throughout my life, I've been good at just, just communicating with people in general. Um, you know what I mean? I've always prided myself in being able to kind of carry a conversation with any stranger, you know what I mean? And that's, it's just kind of a pattern in my life and it, it kind of turned into a career, you know, I get to connect people and it's, it's really, really cool. Yeah, that's fantastic. It seems really natural to you. So that's, that's good. I think a lot of us are trying Thank to find, a lot of us are trying to find that place where we're like, this is what I am born to do. And it feels like uh, right. some people find that and some people don't. Um, so how do you, um, to, to segue, I suppose, how do you, um, how do you, how do you end up finding these people? Uh, where do you find, um, you know, for instance, with Marshall Silver, who's going to air a week before this one, um, you know, he's a, he's a, I would call him a high ticket client. Like he's, he's out there. He's like world renowned. And uh, it was amazing talking to him and thank you for connecting us. Um, so uh, how do you find someone like him or other people? So I, <laughs> it's been so wild, especially like Marshall was referred to me by one of my other clients. So it's been cool because I, for the last year, Exactly now for the first. Okay. So when I first got started, mm -hmm. um, actually reaching out to people, asking them if they wanted to be featured on podcasts, uh -huh. it was the beginning of last Feb. So I did a bunch of cold outreach for probably a month of uh -huh. just emailing people, asking them if they were interested and offering them free interviews just to get them going. And you know what I mean? Just, you know, really, really trying to get out there. And then after that, after a month and a half, I just, happened to email the right people and uh ryan stuman was actually the first kind of big name that i that i cold emailed and pulled him in as a client by myself organically mm -hmm. and um he falling into his network has been insane it's been wild and it's been this way with a few of my other clients too where all of a sudden I have referrals coming my way all the time. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. I just happen to meet the people. And they Not only do they want interviews, but they want their clients to be on interviews and they want their friends to be on interviews. You know what I mean? So it's right. like, it just kind of turned into this like referral snowball. <laughs> right. That's kind of like, well, Silver was referred to me by Ryan Stuman. You know what I mean? So it was mm -hmm. like kind of just one of those things where, I just got really, I, I like to say I was lucky, but blessed, <laughs> blessed. Yeah. You know, I, I often think of luck as preparation meets opportunity and you were ready to pounce on it and it totally worked out for you, um, which is great. It sounds like you're still on the rise. You know, do you have any, um, are you, are you still connecting with, uh, uh, working with different kinds of people, you know, higher ticket people like Marshall Silver and then just like kind of more regular business. Like, do you have a criteria for the type of people that you want to, to have on podcasts, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So, so what I look for, because I, I mean, the podcasting industry is vast and the people who can benefit from being on podcast interviews 
like the categories are vast of like just the amount and of type of people and the types of people. So what I look for when I have a consultation with somebody is I don't want to be finding interviews for somebody who who just wants to hear themselves talk. You know what I mean? Like what I'm looking for is that this person is like make a change or, you know what I mean? Do some good, offer these audiences, you know what I mean? Gemstones and advice, you know what I mean? Rather than somebody who, and you can really tell a lot from somebody just going on a call with them if they just like to talk about themselves or if they're really interested in how to make an impact, you know what I mean? So I, you know, I've represented people just by accident who, as a beginner, like I just didn't realize that they had the wrong motives. And honestly, as clients, they didn't really work out for me. You know what I mean? Not just for me, but because they aren't benefiting in a way that, you know, because the people who really want to make a change in the world are also going to see a much bigger impact by spreading their message. You know what I mean? And so the ones that I know have the right motives are also the ones that benefit the most from doing the interviews, you know, so it just works out better. Yeah, it, it makes sense. And I kind of use the same approach when I'm vetting people who are going to be on the show, or I want people who are, who are, you know, who have something they want to, you know, share and sell, of course, which is fine. But I like when people have a story to tell, you know, they want to talk, they're comfortable talking about themselves, or if we, we veer into a topic of mental health or mindset or anything that could be uncomfortable for a lot of people, mm-hmm. they're down to talk about it. And they're not just trying to steer the ship in the direction of like, wait, I just want to talk about my book. Can I just tell you more about my book? <laughs> it's not very helpful. Exactly. That's thing I'm looking for. Yeah. It's that, it's that hidden quality of, you know, just, I, yeah, we're, we're on the same page here. <laughs> yeah. You know, Cause we're, we're trying to make content at the end of the day. So it's like, it's trying to find a way to, to have everything just to line up. You know, there's, there's, pros and it's a um what's the term i'm looking for it's a win-win scenario i don't know why i forgot that yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah no i really know what you mean because about shared visibility and all that stuff you know like there are all the te- technical benefits that everybody wants but the the biggest and most important thing is alignment i think between the interviewer and the interviewee you know what i mean right. that they're talking to the right audiences absolutely um, so you, you said you were starting to kind of veer into other types of, of, of content. And actually I was going to talk to you about like sponsorships and stuff like that. Cause I'm sure there are people who want like ad spots. I'm starting to play in that space and stuff. Um, not to go into that specifically, but you mentioned like blog writers and public speaking. Is that something that's coming naturally by demand or is that just kind of like a, an idea you had and you want to play with it? Oh yeah. It's all coming by demand. You know, the, it's really cool. Just the different types of people that I'm realizing, um, our services go well together. You know what I mean? And so I'll, I'll talk to somebody and they'll, they'll suggest, you know what I mean? Like for instance, um, funnels, you, you know, sales funnels, they go super, super well with doing a bunch of podcast interviews because if you're having a bunch of podcasters sharing your funnels with their entire networks, that's like a crazy amount of people that are of exposure to your funnel that you would never see otherwise. You know what I mean? Like aside from like doing it as a book ad or whatever, you know what I mean? So um, just that alone, like funnels and podcast interviews um, really go hand in hand together really, really well. So in that way, I'm I'm pairing up with somebody and I'm going to start offering funnels to my clients because I just believe that, you know, they do go so. I lost you for a second. No brainer after getting to. Okay, there you go. 
it's uh hold on i think i gotta close something my connection's unstable apparently <laughs> let me hey. close something real quick come on this is this is live radio <laughs> so basically you know this is this is how i this is how i do things i'm like things go wrong all the time it's totally cool like um, the point of like the point of my show and the reason that like i think we connected really well is that i'm trying to find something that is like a little bit different than what's out there in the world i'm okay showing my flaws and i i think we're still living in kind of a world where everyone's too concerned with being too buttoned up so i'm like whatever oh. let's just go crazy <laughs> yeah i I think that people are refreshed by by you know the ones that really are just bearing it all you know what I mean like to me it's refreshing to see like an influencer who's like you know what I mean totally flubs on camera and then just keeps going or whatever you know like so many of them out there are like trying so hard of you know seem like everything is perfect and that's like so unrealistic like we all know that that's not really the case so to see somebody to kind of bear it all is is refreshing i think yeah do you do you find that um the clients that you're working with tend to like they they have specific requests for a podcast they want to be on or are you just connecting a network and you're like you know what this works really great let's go here let's go there or does somebody come to you and say like i really want to be on the art of manliness make it happen <laughs> <laughs> kind of all of the above so they'll 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 tell me what their goals are you know for doing interviews some people just want the larger audience some people want new clients some people want to spread this specific message to these specific people and you know what I mean so it's really kind of a tailored approach by, by the client you know so what I'll do on the consultation is kind of just get an idea of what types of podcasts they would be able to benefit from the most by doing and then from there they kind of like they once we pull in the interviews the clients are always welcome to uh say no to one if we happen to pull one in that they're not really like feeling like they're they're in alignment with or whatever it is so a pretty fluid process um and yeah very tailored very tailored we represent people all over like you know all kinds of people um you know real estate investors marketing entrepreneurs just authors of all types you know what i mean so right. we we definitely have to have to tailor each campaign do you include any kind of uh like coaching for these these uh potential guests like you know how they should be on on podcasts and rapport and how to speak and maybe not to be too salesy or anything like that or if not that's a good product if, <laughs> if it's not a service that I have. I've had certain clients ask me if if it were something that I would be willing to do. And I was like, yeah, of course. Like, if, if you want to hop on a call with me beforehand, like, we can totally go over this interview. You know what I mean? But it wasn't necessarily something I was, like, going to start charging for or anything like that. Most of the clients that I work with are already publishers, have already been on interviews. You know what I mean? And so it's okay. it's not a big concern for most of them. Great. That makes total sense. Um, uh, I had another question. I lost it. <laughs> um, basically, it'll uh, come back. Yeah, it, it happens. Um, so we kind of like bounced around a little bit in terms of, uh, the sort of prospecting aspect or rather not the prospect prospecting, but the sort of consultations that you do with these potential guests, like how does, 
I guess, how does that typically go? Do you have like a set of questions that you like to ask these people to sort of properly vet them? Yeah, yeah, I, I, have a, I have a process that I, I use when I'm on a consultation. I always, always just ask them what they're up to and what, what they're trying to bring visibility to because um, that's ultimately, you know, what people are, are seeking when they, when they come to me for my services is they want visibility for whatever it is, you know. Right. Um, so I just ask them that and then I get a good idea of, you know, just off of that question – whether or not they have their message dialed in, you know what I mean? Because that's really important. If somebody doesn't even know like what they're going to go on the podcast and talk about, I'm going to know right off the bat <laughs> because they're not going to tell me, you know? So when I, when I get that answer from there, I ask them who their typical clients are because off of visibility, the second thing they want are more clients. You know what I mean? So I want to know who their clients are and what podcasts they're going to be listening to, you know? So that's the second, that's the second one that I, that I look for. Okay. That makes sense. Um, yeah. And it's really interesting because again, you know, I, I never on my own would have connected with someone like Marshall who, uh, or even if he, even if he approached, like cold approached me, you know, I may not have accepted him because he, he's a, uh, he's just so high ticket that it it just seemed a little bit out of reach. But at the same time, he had this really, really interesting perspective about like hypnosis and how it fits into like the mental state and, and how it's really like more of a, a physical mental process and not like a metaphysical thing. So like allowing someone right. like Right. Allowing someone like Marshall to be on my podcast, uh, someone who's more likely to challenge him than probably a lot of people would, though we had a pretty easy conversation. Um, you know, we were able to tap into explaining a little bit more what it is and not just not just leaving people assuming that this sort of manipulative metaphysical situation, <laughs> I guess. Um, so what are some on? Uh, Oh, baby girl. <laughs> That's all right. Go do what you got to do. Stub. Oh, hold on one second. Yep. <laughs> oh, you're okay. Here, come here. Here you go. <laughs> this is the best. Okay. I'm, I'm leaving this in, by the way. I hope that's okay. Oh, yeah, please. Yeah, if, if if like I was saying earlier, there's no point in pretending like life doesn't happen. You know, most all my clients know that Charlie's in the background screaming at me like most of the day. So <laughs> there's no point in pretending like that's not a normal thing. Yeah, you know, this is real life, and we gotta kind of uh, we gotta work harder at letting people know. And this is really the point of my podcast is letting people know that like you can put down some of the walls. Like we don't have to be so buttoned up. Like we've got real stuff we got to work through. Mm-hmm. Most definitely, that's for sure. Yeah, how how old is a uh, baby boy? She she her name's Charlotte. Oh, um, we call her. That's probably why there's some confusion. She's almost three. Okay. She'll be three in June. Oh, well, it's kind of amazing that she was able to be so quiet on her own for so long. <laughs> I know. 
<laughs> you know, she's she's been doing really good lately, surprisingly, surprisingly well. Right. So I, I did want to transition into asking you about um, sponsors. Is that something that you're considering and thinking about with helping podcasts to find like sponsors using some of these guests and what they offer as sponsors for podcasts? Because that's something I'm playing in now. So I'm just kind of curious as to like what what people are doing because I, I, I use I use Anchor to post this and there are a lot of podcasters who are also listening to the show so which is why I think you're a perfect guest okay. yeah awesome awesome yeah you know what you're so interesting you're like probably the sixth person to ask me about podcast sponsors over the last few weeks it's like the universe is saying, this is something you need to get into. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, my feelers are always out there. I'm always to, to offer value. And yeah, that's definitely something that I've been hearing I need to do. So yeah, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. All right, all right, so I, I want to kind of, uh, uh, kind of like fitting into the the realm of the fact that you have a, a kid that's sitting quietly in the background occasionally. <laughs> and uh, like, are, do you, how do you, how do you run your business? Is it like a, something you have at home? Do you have an office? Um, you know, do you, how do you balance your time? Uh, what, what is your scenario like with your work life? You know, I have a home office. So I, I, I honestly, when I started this business, I didn't even have desk space. Like I was just doing it all from my laptop sitting on the couch. <laughs> um, and so now I just moved into my house and I have a home office now. Nice. Um, and honestly, how I get through it, I, I, I have my team who they handle most of the behind the scenes stuff. And I am in sales and doing PR, you know what I mean? And so when I, when I have my sales calls, what I do is I just block out each call for an hour. And most of the time the call doesn't go longer than 15 minutes. You know what I mean? Maybe 20 minutes. So it's usually pretty. And I have enough time to kind of still be there. You know what I mean? And still be like totally present for my kid. And, you know, so it's, it's worked out pretty, pretty well. And she's also, you know, she's, she's gotten really, really good at just you know, um, entertaining yourself and playing with her blocks, you know, when there are times that I do have to sit on the computer for a while or whatever it is. So it's been pretty cool. You know, she's, she's just grown up with me, with me running a business and working from home. And so she's, she's gotten used to the way that we do things. And so it's been, you know, it's been pretty good. And I also have family around here too, that if I have a day that like suddenly randomly my calendar just filled up nine to five <laughs> you know I could just call my father-in-law or anybody um, around the corner and just have them play with her for a while too so I, I, I'm pretty lucky to have options yeah that's great that you have support and you've got room and it sounds like you're in a really good position to to keep building this thing how long have you been uh, have, have you been doing this um, in the, in this business so I, I started finding interviews for my dad four years ago. Um, I started offering, offering interviews to clients as a business mm -hmm. last February. Okay. So it's been a year and a couple months. Um, and it's been literally like the day that I started sending cold emails, I got someone on the phone and found interviews and made more than I ever did in like a week working for my dad. So it was like... Nice immediately I was like I was on the right path and I've I've worked with I want to say 110 
people over the last year now, wow. probably to date, probably a hundred now. And we have a, a network of about 400 podcasters, you know, so it, it's, it's grown substantially just in this last year. And, mm-hmm. and, um, there's nowhere to go, but up like it literally, it's just snowballing. The like, growth is just snowballing. <laughs> that's so great. And, you know, I speak for the audience when we say, well, we're proud of you. That's great. Uh, that's fantastic. Thank you so much. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, um, it's easy to kind of, you know, I think we take for granted how easy it is to let things go or for things to not work out. So it's, it's really amazing how that everything's come together right. for you. Thank you. Thank you so much. So um, I also wanted to kind of ask about, uh, I tend to ask people about pricing a little bit. You don't have to say numbers, but I kind of want to know how, things came together pricing wise, did somebody just come to you with a number or did you just try to throw a number out there? And, and then people were like, yeah, okay, this sounds great. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, as far as pricing, I was, I was, I was working with my dad and he was paying me hourly. So I was asking him like, what, what should I charge by the interview? You know, cause I'm not going to people aren't going to be paying me hourly, right. you know? So I changed up my pricing for structure right off the bat and I was started charging by the results and so he's like yeah he just threw out a number and was like this is what I'd be willing to pay and I think you should just leave with that and over time I kind of um got a feeling for you know what my competition was doing and what other people thought that it was worth and I realized I was way undervaluing my services (laughs) so I did you know and as the network not just size, but caliber, you know what I mean? So there, and it's been, it's been definitely a growing process in terms of pricing. And we were kind of doing things um, where people would just say, okay, I want to do 10 interviews a month, you know, and we weren't representing very many people at at that time. So we could keep up with outreach and stuff and, and we could do that. And so after a while though, of, of just piling in new clients, doing things on a monthly basis, just, it turned into an outreach tracking booking nightmare, you know? So we had to change up how we were doing it um, monthly and we had to start selling them just in packages of five and 10, you know? So if someone say, okay, I want five more interviews or okay, I want 10 interviews. And there wasn't this like month to month crunch that was happening, you know? So it's, it's been a total game changer to switch it up packages rather than monthly. That's fantastic. That's such a smart way to do it. So you're not, yeah, you're you. alleviating the pressure. It sounds like you've done, you've made a lot of decisions in life to really allow yourself the room to, to be a person, you know, <laughs> you're at home with your daughter and like, this is very casual and like you're, it seems like you're, you're not very stressed out in any way. Has, has that improved your stress level and stuff too? No, I, inter- I don't feel like business stresses me out. <laughs> okay. yeah. I feel like regular. <laughs> that's funny um okay so I, I, I think uh i think that's probably a good place to end because <laughs> you know yeah. uh, i mean uh, unless you want to talk a little bit more about how life stresses you out i'm totally down to hear that <laughs> yeah you know what <laughs> i don't know if it's stuff i want to talk about live just yet <laughs> there's some pretty fresh i just i don't know about that just yet that's totally fine. If it's something you do want to break down in the future, um, I totally can, depending on how things I, I do, do for sure in the future as it plays out, <laughs> but it's still playing out. So I just, I don't want to yet. All right. Well, stay tuned for that cliffhanger. 
Stay tuned. Uh, fantastic. Well, you've been, you've been a great guest. Uh, I'm really happy to have you on so that it really helps podcasters to know that there's a, there's somebody who's supporting them and helping, helping us get guests. It's, it's, um, a really great service, but it's really connecting people. And that's, that's a beautiful thing on its own. Uh, and with so many people that you're networking with and connecting with, I'm flattered that you took the time to be on this show. So I really appreciate it. Thank you. I'm flattered that you had me on and you know, it was a great conversation and we appreciate you too. I mean, we, we wouldn't be able to do what we do without you podcasters, you know, so it's a, it's a beautiful partnership and I'm happy to be a part of the industry where I fit in here. <laughs> cool. So you want to give people a, uh, a sense of where they can get a hold of you or the services? Yeah, definitely. You can find me at my website, zippycontent.com. Um, I have also a live show that's going to be back up and running that I'd love to have you on, by the way, um, as soon as my branding package is been um, on Facebook. So you can find the Zippy content page uh, and Courtney Blair as well and, and kind of see what we're up to. And uh, what the live show is, is just a way for us to kind of, I, I go live while we're recording um, podcast interviews and we just kind of expose the people that I'm working with and people also get to learn a little bit about Zippy content. And um, so it's a really cool thing. So I'd love to, I'd love to go back and um, just kind of introduce you to everybody on Facebook and you know what I mean? Just kind of go from there. Yeah. That I'm, way everybody knows that I'm working with well. Yeah. I'm totally down for that. I, I'm always down for ideas. I've got a ton of ideas for what you could do. So I think we'll be working together in the future. So uh, this, this sounds yeah, really good. Absolutely. So thanks again for being <laughs> Thank on. Thank you. i wrap this thing up and I'll, we'll catch you guys later. Bye everybody. Awesome. Bye. Hey, you beautiful human. Thanks for listening to Dopamine. I really appreciate it. If you thought this was a dope show, then you should wait until next week. But also, while you wait, you should go to iTunes and Stitcher and leave a positive review. Positive reviews help me to uh, fill up my dopamine tank. Otherwise, you can send your friends to dopamine.life to listen to the show or hi, my name is Christian.com to get the latest updates. I'll catch you later. Baby, I'm a fiend, I'm a fiend. Oh, you know you got me going off your dopamine. All I really need. All I need is for you to put me on to the recipe, yeah. Ooh, purple flowers, candy showers in the air. You dance for hours as I watch from overhead. It's on my team. You got me going off your dopamine. Yeah, it's on my team. You got me going off your dopamine.